I'm Bridget Fettesey, and this is your Dumpster Fire for April 25th to May 1st. <laughs> and the unicorns dance while the world burns, world burns, world burns. Old in chief, Biden administration moves to ban menthol cigarettes and flavored cigars. <sighs> this is what happens when you have a cop in the White House. <laughs> The White House doesn't have time to decriminalize weed because they're too busy banning menthols. And in other news, they have obviously never done MDMA. <laughs> no one up in this White House has ever done Molly. Sam and I don't uh, get that I joke. You <laughs> nerds. Get out there and do some drugs. Live a little. <laughs> no, we were both just like, I don't get, I don't it. get it. You drug addicts out there, get me. Of course, the dude behind the war on drugs is all about banning menthols. It was like public health advocates who are all for this because they want to try and diminish. They want to try and diminish disparities. Right. But supposedly the theory is to diminish smoking within the African-American community because it's like 80 percent of them smoke menthols or something like that. Right. So the thinking is targeting that brand of cigarette is what's going to do it. (laughs) This is like banning (laughs) Hennessy. Why are we just targeting one specific thing? They're, that w- We're just saying that the, the black community is not capable of quitting smoking on their own or choosing something to stop. And so we need to stop it for them. They argue that black Americans smoke menthols at a higher rate than other racial groups because the tobacco industry has targeted its menthol marketing toward black communities. It seems so infantilizing. And But they're not taking aim at any of these crazy candy flavored e-cigs and vape and stuff that specifically target children. But what I don't understand about this is and why I find it so weirdly infantilizing and kind of racist is A, it seems like something else that you're going to be able to police the black community about. Yes. And B, it seems like we should just, if we're going to do this, why not ban cigarettes? Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, why are we banning just menthols? Right. This is crazy it's really weird and the fda said the fda cannot and will not enforce against individual consumer possession or use of menthol cigarettes or any tobacco product yeah no fda that's not your job maybe make sure this memo gets passed to the police who are going to enforce this i don't think we need to be adding reasons and contraband to the list of things that the black community can get freaking arrested for yeah it's bullshit. I'd be Stupid. so mad. They don't care about the kids, but they're infantilizing the black community. It's just ridiculous. And also not surprising coming from the dude behind the war on drugs. Like, yeah, look where that logic got us. Yeah, exactly. Tons of people in jail. Uh-huh. Mostly people of color. Yeah. Disproportionately. Yeah, let's ban another thing. Didn't we try prohibition? We know how these things work out. I feel like we've got some racists in the White House. (laughs) They're like secret racists. Then we have what is happening. What is happening? The vaccine (laughs) jingle phenomenon sweeps the nation or the internet. I'm a Pfizer girl in a COVID world. We pioneered this. All right. We here at Dumpster Fire. Sam and I worked long and hard for at least 10 minutes to come up with a choreographed version of put your mask on, stay inside the house. Long before the pandemic even hit, yeah, we were warning people. Yeah. Put your mask on. Stay inside the house. Spare me my life. Spare me my life. Put your mask on. Stay inside the house. Spare me my life. 
Spare me my life. We knew it was coming. Profits. Spare me my life. Spare me my life. We did a vaccine jingle. I've got the quarantine, quarantine fatness. (laughs) I got that quarantine, quarantine fatness. Maybe we weren't just lame enough. Maybe it's because we were making fun of these people who clearly we need to open the theaters. (laughs) This is what happens when people who are in musical theater get locked up. All they need is a green screen. This guy. They do this. Yeah. Mr. Biden, bring my vaccine. It's also what a $150,000 liberal arts degree will get you. (laughs) Aren't you proud, mom and dad? I'm not going to speak for anyone, but this seems like a rich kid who just is trying to be an influencer. Which makes all the sense in the world. And what is that outfit? Yeah, as the kids these days say, this is cringe. And I feel like it's just getting made fun of by everybody. Good. Grab your there are a lot of sad, lonely people out there willing to be clown themselves on the internet <laughs> in order for attention. This is what happens when you don't have people around you telling you the truth and you just have enablers. You just have a couple of enablers. Enablers. Laughing along. Who are my enablers, huh? Letting me up up here in this garage, making a fool of myself at age 42. (laughs) (laughs) While we're talking about it. Yeah. We should definitely make sure that the people like, subscribe, and comment and touch my bells and buttons. And make sure that you go back and watch all our jingles. Go back and watch all our jingles. Take your Vaxport. Throw it in the garbage. Oh. <laughs> They're going to be like, shove it up your ass. <laughs> Spare me my life. <laughs> if you like freedom, you'll hate the Vaxport. Take your backboard and shove it up your ass, you freaking commies who want to control everything around and all those merry masks and shaming everyone. <laughs> I am so grateful for this show. <laughs> mm-hmm. All of the rage that I feel when I see the things coming through my timeline, all of the frustration. And I get to be playful, which I think is so important because everyone online is losing their ability to laugh and dance and play. Live, laugh, love, dance, and play. (laughs) Touch my bells and buttons and tell everyone you know that this is the only show that is the one to go to for the pandemic jingles and all of the mixing singles. (laughs) Mix singles? (laughs) You've had some better jingles in your past. (laughs) I've lost my will to live. lost your touch. I've lost my touch. I thought that was a pretty good one. All right. California. We wrote a jingle about this, too. Psychic spies from China try to steal your mind's elation. AB5, now you can't drive. There goes your next vacation. Bernie bros and insta hoes want comic fornication. Dream of comic fornication. 
Dream of Californication. We're going oh, yes, you wrote a jingle. <laughs> okay, maybe we stole a tune from the Red Hot Chili Peppers and made our own words to it. There you go. People are moving from blue states to red states, causing a shift in congressional seats from blue to red. This is fascinating because I've been talking all about how there's this ideological and actual migration and now we're starting to see it with these census numbers and california lost the seat for the first time in history so fuck you everyone on the internet who makes fun of me and says oh people are leaving california in droves what about the traffic you're a fucking idiot okay i have the proof right here and you know what the proof is texas picked up two seats And California lost one. And I promise you one of those seats Texas picked up is the seat that California lost. That is my 100% accurate (laughs) truth. (laughs) Shaking my damn head. All you freaking Californians who left and went all the other places and New Yorkers and Michigan people who left your liberal cities and fled to these states that picked up seats, please don't make the same mistakes in the states you fled to, you morons. Morons! Yes. Capitalism always wins. Oscars ratings plummet with fewer than 10 million people tuning in. Sunday night's pandemic-restricted telecast drew 50% fewer viewers than last year's record low. Good. And this is in Capitalism Always Wins because if you go woke, you will go broke. And I don't know how long they're going to have to keep losing money in viewers before they realize that they don't have to pretend to be woke to sell movies and sports anymore. But I'm hoping this trend ends soon. (laughs) If anything good comes out of the pandemic, it's the destruction of Hollywood. (laughs) (laughs) At the very least, Hollywood award shows. God, they're annoying. They're so just self-righteous. And then there was the videos of them talking at Union Station where they kicked out all the homeless people that they supposedly care about and made them move. They came to us uh, about a week ago and said that we had to move by Friday, trying to clean it up for the for the Oscars. They told us that if we didn't move, they were going to just demolish our stuff. And then they were all talking around maskless, and meanwhile, the entire staff had to wear masks. Good I ain't you, seen you in a while. I ain't seen you in a minute, This bro. makes me really happy. Yeah. So you have like a completely separate class of people. We can't cover up our beautiful faces. Here we are in the Capitol talking about our movies while these poor people have to wear masks behind us because they're waiting on us. And half of them are like Scientologists, so they're not vaccinated. (laughs) 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 The lack of self-awareness in Hollywood is staggering, except it's not if you live in Hollywood and you realize how much ass kissing goes on in this town. Yeah, it's true. It's just crazy. That's a great point, Bridget. I think you're so smart. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. You look very pretty today. Thank you. Have you lost weight? You look like you've lost at least 30 pounds. You know, I was at a dinner next to Rihanna and it it like she was sitting at the table next to me and that was no joke exactly what it sounded like. It was just her publicist and some guy who was a producer just blowing copious amounts of smoke up her ass for the entire dinner. Wow. At least I'm in the low end of things where you don't need to tell me that I'm not a big deal. <laughs> like, I am well aware of that. Yes. <laughs> if there's anything I know from years of being in Hollywood, it's that I'm very much not a big deal. All right. And then we have the BDE Award. We have two recipients this week. Raging Loki Lex and Rose McGowan. <laughs> Sounds like a like Western of two yeah. badass chicks in the wild west who are gonna go out and take 
killing rampage or something. (laughs) Rage and Loki Lex went on a tangent about masks and she was like, look, COVID is over. (laughs) COVID. We're over it. Car accidents, strokes, heart attacks, all types of shit. We're going to die. Everybody dies. Our government doesn't get the right to dictate how the we live in a pandemic because this is mother America. I am free. So for those who don't understand, you want COVID. And I think that we can all agree that it's not over in India, but it's we're getting there, America. We're getting there. So Rose McGowan went on Fox and she talked about how the Democrats are in a cult. Show me the lie. Democrats most especially are in a deep cult that they really don't know about and aren't really aware of. And then she had to do a two-part series on her Twitter explaining herself why she went on Fox. I did an interview on Fox News. And tonight they'll run with Rose McGowan says Democrats are in a cult. But I also said Republicans were too. The fact that Fox News let someone like me on is pretty extraordinary. I was talking about this at a dinner the other night because a friend was saying, I find myself watching bits from Fox and being like, wow, this is, I I kind of agree with this and stuff on CNN. And I'm like, oh my God, these people are lying. And it's just so funny watching somebody with like the burgeoning red pill. You're Uh like, oh, you little, you're being red pill, little baby. Come here, flight this bird. And and (laughs) Rose too. She at least said, you know, Republicans are in a cult too, because obviously. Leave all the parties, politically homeless, being an independent thinker. The best thing we can do is abandon both these shit shows and come together and use this energy to save this country. And Rose is just funny, man. She's fearless. Yeah. But yeah, she said they were in a cult. I was like, (laughs) Blue and on, Q and on. Show me the lie. But my hat's off to these brave young women. (laughs) (laughs) Proof we're living in a simulation. Ghost Minotaur is a robot that can break into your house. Every week we have to show you a robot that's going to kill you in the middle of the night. (laughs) (laughs) Don't say we didn't warn you because we've been warning you for 56 weeks on this show. No one takes our warning seriously. No. I wonder why. <laughs> we warned them about the pandemic. Everyone laughed and shunned us. We're so far ahead of the curve, we're already killed by robots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these things are so creepy. They trigger something deeply disturbed in me. Yeah. You know, that weird, like, oh, oh my God. This week, our sponsor is, once again, loving, beloved Sheath Underwear. Sheath Underwear was created by an Iraq war veteran who was really tired of his balls getting stuck to his leg in the desert. And he was like, you know what? There's got to be a better way. I have a testimonial from someone in the community, in the Phetasy community who bought these Sheath Underwear. So this Zen pouch thing really is a game changer. Not sure Bridget's friend man husband is relaying what's actually going on with the ball pouch. What I mean is that Bridget keeps saying game changer, but that phrase is not doing sheath justice. I was almost having a sexual reaction while wearing them. Not full on, if you know what I mean, but I definitely was walking around in with chub status mode activated. I almost did not want to put them in the wash knowing that I would be without them until the wash cycle finished. 
I mean, what better review is there than that? And they have <laughs> matching sets for women. Those things breathe. They don't give you any weirdness. They keep your pH nice. They have a rewards program now where you get one point for every dollar that you spend. So go to sheathunderwear.com, use the code DUMPSTER, and get 20% off your entire order. And we love you because they are the brave souls who sponsor this show. Okay, everything is racist. Everything is racist! Three-time Jeopardy winner accused of white supremacy. Oh, God, this is the dumbest story in the entire world, and I hate that we even have to cover it. But let me give you a brief overlay of what happened. It started with someone with 30 followers on Twitter, which is usually how these stupid things start, who said, hey, did the Jeopardy winner just flash the white power symbol? And then it took off from there to another former contestant and turned into an open letter from 450 previous Jeopardy contestants demanding that this guy who flashed the white power signal, which is the OK symbol, and now it's been turned into the white power symbol by 4chan and Redditors, that he apologize and denounce white supremacy and also Jeopardy needs to do the same. And it was picked up by every major news organization because they have absolutely no credibility and they have nothing else to do now that Trump is not in office. And so they ran with this story, which is crazy. No evidence. When he won the first time, he won said flashed one and the second time two and the third time he said three and then in the comments this is where i think blue and on is a real thing the conspiracy wing of the left wing which is real everyone's losing their mind and somebody said oh that seems like a good cover for when you're gonna flash the white power symbol doing one and two so here's what you're proposing this guy <laughs> studied for jeopardy and won jeopardy three times just so he could flash the white power symbol <laughs> like you're a fucking crazy person they're jeopardy truthers that's what these people are <laughs> why don't we cancel apple they've got the okay white oh, yeah. power emoji Get rid of it. Get rid of the emoji, Apple. Apple. Cancel Apple. Hashtag. Cancel Apple. If you have an iPhone, you're a white supremacist. Yep. The guy had to, he had to denounce white supremacy. He wrote a whole thing. None of these people should get any attention. Nobody, everyone should ignore them. And if it comes out that there's evidence of him being racist, okay, but you don't get to just run around calling everyone a white supremacist. And the first opening paragraph of their open letter is everything that's wrong with everything in our society right now. And as bored as I am with talking about cancel culture, this is a great example of what exactly it is. It reads, a recent contestant has caused concern among Jeopardy viewers for two separate occurrences. And we as former contestants feel the need to speak out against the messaging that these choices communicated either intentionally or unintentionally by the contestant. I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to keep giving his name ba a bad name. And implicitly by association, the producers of Jeopardy. That's like someone in a wheelchair being mad that somebody used the stairs and saying that they were offended. <laughs> And that they owed them an apology. Like, they're, it's not even, in, you can't be accusing people of things that they didn't even intentionally do. And then everyone that they know, this is the witch trials. Yeah. This is like, if she's a witch, she'll float. And if she's not, she'll sink. Right. And she'll be dead, but it'll prove she's not a witch. And anyone else who says she's not a witch is also a witch. Right. Guilt by association. It's so dumb. No, no evidence. Nothing. Everything is so dumb. Everything is. So dumb. 
I'm going to lose it. <laughs> thank God you do have dumpster fires. I mean, seriously, thank God. People are like, oh, it just sounds like three women laughing. About. I'm like, this is for me, motherfuckers. You're lucky you're in on it. <laughs> this is my therapy. You can leave, but subscribe on your way out. <laughs> I don't understand the people who hate watch and like literally hate watch every single episode just to make comments about how much they hate it. It's like, why are you wasting your time? That's a real phenomenon hate? on I the internet. I, I have so many people who follow me on Twitter who just hate me. But please continue spending time on it, even if you hate us. <laughs> and like, us subscribe <laughs> and comment. And touch my bells and buttons. There Tell Maggie go. the thing you love the most about Dumpster Fire. There you go. I'll take those. My nemesis is at it again. Oh, Elon. I'm starting to like him. <laughs> Elon Musk is hosting <laughs> SNL on May 8th, and the cast is not happy about it. I mean, he's the ultimate lib troll. <laughs> he really is just trolling the libs at this point. I wonder if Elon will buy my domain, crymorelib.com, that I own. Probably. I, I own this. If anyone wants to buy crymorelib.com, please let us know. Give us a good offer. We're, we are willing to sell it. To the moon! Elon's gonna take us to the moon. <laughs> Elon's gonna... He's What's gonna further the moon or Mars. He's gonna take us to the moon. This. Sam. <laughs> Sam. Is that an actual question you just asked? Sam, you have a NASA shirt. <laughs> You absolute fraud. This might be when we find out that Sam is a flat earther. She's like, what do you mean? <laughs> the earth is flat. We all have our blonde moments. <laughs> we do. We have them often on this show. But you know who doesn't? Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. <laughs> so he's going on Saturday Night Live and all these little pussies are whining about it because they don't like Elon Musk and they're just crying and saying, we don't want him on the show, they're probably going to get higher ratings than they've had in years with him on that show. Yes. Also, how bad are their ratings if they need to get Elon on their show? <laughs> Pretty bad. <laughs> and also, he's going to do some bit about Dogecoin, so buy the fucking dog coin now before it goes to the moon. To the moon. Which he's going to make us all rich. Than Mars. <laughs> Elon's going to be the one that makes us rich. <laughs> Elon is going to make us rich. And Bill Maher was making fun of crypto last night, and he sounded like the 1994 version of the people who are like, what is internet? Nothing with crypto in the title ever turns out good, because the whole thing is a joke. It's just Easter Bunny cartoon cash. I can't believe this crypto stuff, am I right? <laughs> you are literally okay, Boomer. He's just a fading Boomer, and we're coming for your job, Bill Maher. Elon, he is man of the people, but wants to be king of the people. He's going to be my king. <laughs> Jaron's like, anything to have dinner with him. <laughs> <laughs> so we're looking at a, what's that movie with Demi Moore and Woody Harrelson? But Indecent Proposal. It looks like an Indecent <laughs> Proposal type situation. Hey, I know what Elon's, Elon's like in the offer. bed with his little... That's right. I go to Texas and come back, and I'm like, I got a tattoo. An alien star <laughs> tattoo, guys. No big deal. Sprain my eyes. Is having a baby in 2021 pure environmental vandalism? We're so close. We're so close to the headline that I've been waiting a lifetime for, which is that if you cared about Earth, you would kill yourself. <laughs> We're so close. We're just inching right up to it. 
The article was actually pretty mild. It's just a clickbait headline. But mm. I love these headlines. They're so dumb. She was basically like, still, I had a baby and I might make greener choices. That was like the big theme of this article. The article is so boring and needed a headline like this. But headlines like this deserve mockery. Yes. As Along well as headlines <laughs> are our pets destroying the planet. Well, that's not the headline, but that's basically the essence of the article. If you aren't fattening your pet up for the post-apocalyptic world, then I don't know what you have a pet for. <laughs> I'm fattening my dog up because she's going to be getting roasted over an oil drum in the apocalypse. <laughs> I mean, if you love Earth, kill yourself. And if you can't kill yourself, kill your pets. <laughs> dumpster diving. What's next? In the dumpster. <laughs> Man makes a greenhouse instead of a mask. Um, all I want to say about this is you are a sad person who wants attention. <laughs> it's just pretentious. I mean, okay, go creativity, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> this mean, is the mask they're going to wear on Mars. I wouldn't <laughs> mind helmets. smelling like lavender and rosemary. Maybe that's where I you go. can grow your mint for your freaking raves that you're going to go to. <laughs> Then we have Breaking Bridget. This one definitely broke me. It belongs in journalism, but it broke me. Republican South Carolina Senator Tim Scott decided to daringly come out and say that America is not a racist country. And an actually quite beautiful speech that was pretty uplifting, considering how dark things have been and pessimistic the world seems to be right now. Hear me clearly. America is not a racist country. The full quote was, today kids are being taught that the color of their skin defines them again. And if you look a certain way, they're an oppressor doubling down on the divisions we've worked so hard to heal. You know this stuff is wrong. Hear me clearly. America is not a racist country. Pretty reasonable. I think most Americans can stand here. Mm -hmm. And then just like clockwork, the Democrats came after him in the most racist ways possible, which is completely infuriating to me because if you're on the right team you get to be blatantly racist uncle tim was trending for hours on twitter that's crazy that's insane hours that's ridiculous. they will ban you for saying much less shit than that and they will let uncle tim trend it's so ridiculous to me it is like the double standard but it's not even a double standard it's basically this never has anything to do with race they don't actually care it's ideology. You're you're either on the right team or you're not. Identity and race are nothing. It's all about what club you're in. And if you're in the wrong club and you are a black conservative, you're going to get called all kinds of names by blue check liberals, by people with massive platforms, by people who have freaking been in blackface like Jimmy Kimmel and Joy Behar. Every black Republican senator got together to let the American people know the Republican Party isn't racist. Tim Scott, he does not seem to understand a racist country and systemic racism. What happened to your lived experience? Maybe why doesn't his experience count? And he's not saying America hasn't been racist in the past. It's He's saying that it's not racist now in the way that people are saying it is. The act of trying to address what once was does not mean that that still is. We can still address these past things, talk about them. He wrote a bill for police reform that was shut down by Democrats 
by the filibuster, which they're now saying is a freaking relic of Jim Crow. Like it's, it makes me, it makes my brain want to explode. It just, it breaks me. Yeah. This kind of stuff breaks me. Jimmy Kimmel basically mocked him. Joy Behar said that he doesn't get to say this. I'm like, when did it become okay for a white person to tell a black person that they were wrong about their experience in America as a black person? Right. Mm-hmm. Because he's a, rep- a Republican. Yes. Yeah, it's it's f- bullshit. It's bullshit. Because aren't you supposed to be checking your privilege as a white person and listen to the black voices? Isn't this to- white splaining? Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? I don't it, No. F- standards no principles no self-awareness nothing it it is it actually makes me so upset because they're such fucking race baiters and it makes and racist openly racist racist. yeah yeah and it's okay to be blatantly and openly racist if you are on the right team i mean the stuff i've seen people say to candace owens and people like tim scott it was it was disgusting reading the comments and you think you're the good guy you're not the fucking good guy if you're going after him because he's not parroting some ideology that you get behind. Right. And then even cult leader Ibram X. Kendi was saying the heartbeat of America is denial, which is the whole idea of anti-racism. Essentially, if you deny that racism exists, you're essentially racist. Even if you deny that you are a racist, it is evidence of your racism. It's illiberalism, really. And it's also insane. Everyone needs to push back against this. And in the final line, he said, we get to live in the greatest country on earth. I'm confident that our finest hour has yet to come. Original sin is never the end of the story, not in our souls and not for our nation. The real story is always redemption. Beautiful. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Beautiful, powerful words. And he got dragged by the left. I'm going to be voting for Tim Scott in 2024. (laughs) Tim Scott. Tim Tim Scott. Scott. Tim Scott. Scott. I like him. Yeah. I like him. I like his message we of redemption. Need- it's so important right now right. with this everybody getting, you know, destroyed and no forgiveness, no redemption. We need this. This is we have to save the I get emotional talking about this stuff. It breaks me. And I get emotional because I saw what was being said to him. And it's like, how can you not see how racist you are and yeah. think you're one of the good guys by saying this and dragging him? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you're the baddies. Internet is glorious to cleanse your palate from my very angry rant about how racist the Democrats are. (laughs) You're thinking of a card? Your card just left the deck. Look through the deck, your card isn't there. Go ahead, look. Grab a piece of fruit for me, like one that we can open up. Say your card out loud. Mine hurts. See how there's a card in the orange? There's one card inside, please remove it. No, that's, no, no, that's just crazy. Get the f*** out of my house. So this is Kim Kardashian while she studies for law school. And this is me while I study for law school. Um, first of all, housekeeping. We will be off on Mother's Day. We're taking a weekend off. And moving forward, we're going to have a schedule that you can hopefully all get behind. And so we can avoid burnout and you can know what to expect. And we have this beautiful symbiotic relationship of audience and whatever we are, you know, (laughs) old ladies on YouTube, the golden girls of YouTube. Yeah. 
three weeks on, one week off will be the schedule moving forward, particularly into the summer when things start getting dodgy, people need time off. There might be some exceptions, but that is what we're going to try and stick to. Also, so we can make other content for you other than Dumpster Fire, because we have sketches and Ask Me Anythings and live streams and all kinds of things we want to do with you, and we can't do them when we're doing this every single weekend, because... We all have jobs that we work during the week. But yeah, so we'll be back the 16th. Enjoy your Mother's Day. And if you don't have a mother, I'm sorry. If you're grieving, it can be a sad holiday for people. So just try and take care of yourself. Fantasy news. Julian Walker was on Walk-In's Welcome. He has a podcast, Conspirituality, which is fascinating. Look at the overlap between QAnon and the wellness community. So check that out. The interview is amazing. Check him out continue subscribing and listening to Watkins Welcome. We have so many cool guests coming up on there too. I appeared on the Chrissy Meyer podcast, started crying in 10 minutes when I was shown a viral video. So that's fun if you want to jerk off and watch me cry. I know some of you like to do that. Uh, people are not doing well. You know, like that, That I don't know. That just like, is so sad to me. And then you videotape it and now he's viral and it's like, ugh, it's all so upsetting. Check that out. Join Fetacy.com and see the unedited version of this dumpster fire when you subscribe. And you also get access to all of the fun things we do in there. We have drop-ins, welcome, Zoom calls. I also do daily workouts for the ladies and they're super busy and dance cardio and uh, we make goals and it's a super positive place actually. It's so fun. It is. Mm -hmm. I started a sub stack. It's free. Just sign up. I'm going to be putting out some writing. I'm a writer. I should have a sub stack. And go to BridgetFetacy.com for merch. We had a nice Earth Day shirt. We have all kinds of vaccine passport shirts. And we've got tons of stuff coming. So check that out. The best way to support us is to join Fetacy.com. And if you're poor, we understand and can't do that. Just help us get to 50,000 subscribers on YouTube because that's our little goal here. And um, if you're a commie, we don't want your time or your eyes. We'll take your money, though. (laughs) (laughs) They don't have any money. They don't believe in giving us any money. They want everything for free. Please like, subscribe, comment, touch my bells and buttons. Tell one person about this show. If you feel like somebody's struggling and they might be having a hard time with the news cycle or they're kind of gently getting red-pilled or waking up from one or the other sides, this is the show for them. Give them a little bit of a listen. Tell them to come check us out. Thank you to our patrons, supporters, subscribers, anybody. We love the emails. Thank you all. I love all of you. I just can't tell you how much this means to me, actually, because it is keeping me sane. You are keeping me sane. It goes both ways. The symbiotic relationship. (laughs) Thank you, Better Fetacy, for the research and the jokes. I can't do this without you. Follow Better Fetacy on Twitter. Thank you, Zen Pro Audio, for the mic. The mic is amazing. If you need any audio needs, check out zenproaudio.com. And thank you, Sam. Thank you, Bridget. Go follow Sam anywhere online. Tell her that she is a sad Persian girl (laughs) with a big heart. Thank you, Cousin Maggie. Thank you, Bridget. For being my ride or die and keeping me in my place. All right. Thank you, Sheath Underwear. And (laughs) Coach Karen. (laughs) This has been your dumpster fire for the week of April 25th to May 1st. 
I'm Bridget Fetessy. Now make me rich. <laughs>